Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! And we're waiting. And we're waiting. waiting. (laughs) Hold on, folks. We came up short on the music. Hold on. We'll be there. Oops. (laughs) There it is. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the next two hours together here as we go over all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do the program by myself. On my right is my fellow compatriot, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Good to have you here, sir. Uh, how were things in the uh, in the week of Earl? Good. Any uh, any new interesting places you went uh, this week? Uh heading south instead of north. Still heading south. Okay. Other, other than that, yeah, same old, same old. Getting uh, now when you get down to down south and it's uh, middle of the night, you uh, you getting some of that Cuban coffee so you can uh, drive to Texarkana in twenty four hours and back. Unfortunately, by the time I get down there, everything's closed up. Uh, Although I, I did have uh, a little bit of excitement. I was coming through, uh, uh, I, I believe, probably a familiar area to a member of the show, and I saw, saw a light show going on behind me. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And looked, looked kind of familiar, but right. I gave him the one-finger salute, and I got a thousand, thousand miles worth of fuel. Let's go. <laughs> this ain't a sprint. This is a marathon. <laughs> so it was not Major Bill. Otherwise, he would have stopped you and weighed your truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was afraid of. That's yeah. why I didn't stop. <laughs> Keep going. Time to introduce him to the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I joke, folks. No, nothing like that happened. No, no you got to respect the law. Respect oh, yeah. the, especially on the I, roads. Listen, I, I, there's just too much you can go wrong. Oh, yeah. I actually, I, I did see a light show. Uh, one of uh, Florida Highway Patrol's finest. Uh, I'm, I'm cruising along, and I had two cars blow past me like I was standing still. And there was about, a, you know, 
three to five second gap, <laughs> and here comes somebody else. You know, no no lights and everything. He saw them too. Hot <laughs> on their trail, and I'm looking. I was like, okay, yep, oh, yep, there it is. Okay, gotcha. They, they got the door prize. <laughs> and that's when you uh you flow past and you 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 give them the wave. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> give them the breathalyzer. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was I was looking. You know, there were, you know, two of them flew past me, but he he caught the last one. I, I drove past. Like, that's what you pay for being in second place. Oh, <laughs> yep. That's that's like you know going out. Uh, you know, aren't you aren't you worried about bears in these woods? No, I ain't got to worry about ru- outrunning bears. I just got to outrun you. That's exactly right. Now, listen, we um, we used to work uh, um, uh, d- details, off-duty detail jobs at bars mm-hmm. as 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 law enforcement officers, and uh, I don't know. Probably shouldn't tell this, but just don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> and. Um, You'd see, uh, you'd get the, you know, you were there because people would fight and they were trying, you would be there to oh, try yeah. and prevent them from fighting. And um, it would happen. Uh, bouncers would pull them out and, you know, they'd still be fighting. And it was kind of our official, unofficial policy. Whoever lost went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, you know, <laughs> so it was, so it's not happening. One guy got trespassed, one guy went to jail. Loser, <laughs> loser got to go to jail. So. Did, you, did you holler out, loser gets the jewelry? <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> <laughs> just see him pep up a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I attribute that to if you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. <laughs> exactly right. You're dumb enough to start a fight with with law enforcement present. Yep. You better win. Yep. Yep. Uh, now there was you know, listen if it was a cheap shot to start it or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, you know, we uh, we we we, uh, we tried to respond accordingly. Uh, let's see. Let's see. You know what we haven't done in a while? We haven't gone over stats. Let's go over some stats real quick. Let's see nice. here. Uh, let's take a look at some statistics here. All right, folks. We're going to give you, let's see. Let me scroll down. Uh, this is going to be the, uh, the, the top 10 countries, the top 10 countries that Arms Room Radio has been listened in the past week. The top 10 countries. All right. Number one, Earl, back to back, World War <laughs> champ. Well, being as my microphone's set up is a little differently, I'm not going to yell at <laughs> it's USA. USA, baby. USA. Number number two, and this always astounds me, uh, Cambodia. Wow. We, are, we are hot in Cambodia. Just hot in Cambodia. Number three is our good friends to the north. Oh, Canada. Ah, take off, eh? That's it. Take off. It's, uh, it's hockey season, eh? Take shots. Um, number four is the, uh, the UK. I guess now that they're not worried about... Um, Megan and Harry anymore that uh, they got time to listen to Arms Room Radio. Yeah, they sent them over here for us <laughs> to deal with them. I saw the perfect, you know, the perfect meme uh, this week was uh, the last time I cared about British politics was July the, the 4th, 1776. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yep, that's one of you know, last time I worried about what England thinks. <laughs> uh, number five, number five is, uh, is Belgium. Belgium. Good waffles there. Number six is Germany. The Deutschland, uh, 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 Oktoberfest, mm, mm. which is in September. If anybody wants to go, don't make that mistake. Don't get there a month late, Americans. They're, they're, <laughs> they're celebrating the coming October harvest, is what they're doing. So. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> okay. Number seven, Spain. Espana. Oh, España, España. Number eight. This is because again, because Kevin's not here, so the Russian Federation cracks Where, the top ten. Where's he at? <laughs> he could be around the corner. He's yeah. not there. This is how they track him. 
necessarily track of they, they know if he's here every Saturday <laughs> that um, you know Sunday Monday they're usually safe you know they, 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 right, they know that right. yeah yeah but travel time yeah, and all that. Yeah. okay we got got a little off yeah, and usually he's you know if, he, if if we promo he's gonna be here on Saturday Thursday Friday they can start relaxing again <laughs> uh, number nine is uh, is is France you know the Coneheads were from France <laughs> we're from France we are from France uh, number ten is the uh, is the Netherlands. The Netherlands. And, and, and I'm going to skip down to 12 because I don't think I've ever seen 12 on our list ever before. New one? Yeah. The Ivory Coast. Or as Cote de Ivore, as it's written here, but the Ivory Coast in, uh, in Africa. Wow. I think that's that, the first uh, time we've ever uh, plucked a country from the continent of Africa before. No, we've had South Africa, but we've, I don't think that's the, that's the first time. So, hmm. so welcome uh, the, the whole continent listening yeah. to us. Yeah. So, wow. That's pretty, pretty cool, I think. Uh, Ooh. So. Prime opportunity to do some hunting with some unusual oh, AR calibers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or right. uncommon AR Uncom- calibers. Yeah, we'll get that uh, the two sixty. You know, get the, the old two sixty out there. Uh, that's not big enough. Uh, okay. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. No, you're right. We gotta get we gotta go we gotta go bigger. We gotta go uh, let's go two seventy. Let's go. Uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> if you place it right. Uh it were uh, it jumps up there. You know, listen, I, folks I know that's point one difference. But the size of the push behind it oh, and the yeah. weight of the bullet yeah. is, is a big deal if you're not uh, familiar with these odd calibers we happen to be throwing at you at the moment. Um, uh, just real quick to say that's a shout out to a couple of great cities listening to us. Uh, Texas is really killing it. Crosby, Texas, Austin, Texas. They uh, finally warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, loving us out there in Texas. And, uh, of course, our good friends up in the Pacific Northwest and you know, everywhere. You know, listen, Bellevue, Washington, uh, Seattle. Uh, California, Palm Desert, California. I love everybody. <laughs> they can't have it, so they, at least they can listen about exactly it. Exactly right. Those guys are talking about guns. <laughs> they probably get arrested for us talking about guns. Yeah, when, uh, whenever we were you know, running the showroom and somebody from California came in, I waved a 30-round mag. <laughs> hey, I haven't seen one of these, have you? <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studio. Stick around. We're back after the break. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton, Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute, not the bill of needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Um, we are uh, we, we we got some we got some gun stuff for you. We got some uh, some gun things we're going to talk to you about. If you have not been watching the news, uh, this is what we've been telling you for four years, uh, six years, six and a half years, yeah. almost seven. You know <laughs> that uh, this is this is the uh, the kind of event you had to be concerned about. Is that uh, you, you now have and listen, we we preached. Preached and told you uh, that uh, if you liked gun rights, and folks, listen, I know those of you listening to us like gun rights, and I know you preached it to the people you know that were sitting on the fence or don't like gun rights. Well, now now's the time to just nod your head at them and, and know that uh, you know they, they they screwed you, they hosed you, you, you got you got reamed. Um, all those people that said, uh, "Well, I don't like Trump because he tweets too much." Uh, guess what? Guess what? They lost all those gun. Owners, those uh, members of the gun, alleged members of the gun community that said, I'm not voting for Trump uh, because I don't, I don't like his tweets. Get, guess what you're about to lose? Guess what you're about to lose because of these people? I'm going to vote third party. Uh, yeah, and, thro- and throw your vote away. Um, it's, uh, it's Earl's just showing me a meme, folks. And we're going to post this on the, uh, we're going to put that on the page, our, our page right now. Um, I'm, not, I'm not even going to spoil it. Uh, yes, I am. I'm going to tell you what it is. Uh, it says... Uh, You've, you've got to be old enough to really get the, the resemblance. 
the the semblance of the the logo. It's the uh, it's the old bat signal, but it's Trump's silhouette, and it says, "Gas and food prices got me like." Instead of flashing the flashing the bat signal, they're flashing up the Trump signal. Uh, so here, here's what you get. All, all those people that's that told that around you and. Uh, well, we're gonna, you know, you know, Biden's not gonna do that. It's, you know, he. It, listen, that man lied to you for forty nine years, forty nine years, and every day in office he's lied to you again. Now, mind you, at this point, he probably doesn't know he's lying. He probably yeah. doesn't know where he is. You know, they probably just they listen. They they won't even give him the remote to the TV right now, okay? Because you know, Joe, Joe, stop changing the channels. Stop changing the channels. That guy's so far gone. Did you see him the other day, Earl, uh, trying to remember the name of the Secretary of Defense. He could not do it. Yeah, I then heard trying about to that. remember the name of the place that the Secretary of Defense worked, and could not remember the name Pentagon. Yeah, but but if you make fun of that Earl, you're 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 making fun of this disabled because he had a stutter when he was younger, and according to the left now, when Joe can't find his word, it's because his brain is halfway into a stutter. Uh, okay. <laughs> Stuttering aside and everything, I look at. You know, you can find video without looking very hard. Uh, probably within a month of being on the campaign trail of uh, President Trump talking to him, about, you know, debating on that he was going to ban fracking and, and all that and, uh, uh, you know, energy proposals. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. What did he do the afternoon of being elected? Band fracking. Exactly right. Yeah. Wasn't even in office 24 hours. Yeah. He stood there on stage in the debate with President Trump saying he would not ban fracking. Would not ban fracking. It's a lie, man. Come on, man. Exactly. It's a lie. Exactly. That's not what I said. And then they showed the video and then he did it. You know? uh, it's that's, that's one of the one of the main reasons, too, that I look at that the established politicians didn't like President Trump. He did what he said he was going to do. Yeah, you couldn't buy him away from a, 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 a principle or a policy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, he loved to make the deals. Uh, listen, that's the guy. Listen, you don't get to be successful in the civilian sector without making deals with people. And sometimes that's making deals with shady people. You, yeah, unfortunately, listen, that's, that's you, what it calls for. You're a businessman in New York, and, and you want to uh, get a little project approved? Uh, you you got to grease some palms. Yeah, and listen, it's not because the project is illegal; it's because the people that approve it are crooked. Yeah. So you got to grease the crooked guy to let him let you do what's legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's just. Uh, I, don't, I know. Listen, I know New York pretty well. I know you know pretty well. So, uh, but here's what you get. You, you know a guy. Huh? You know a guy. You know a guy. Yeah. Um, here's what you're about to get in uh, uh, in New York. Uh, excuse me, not in New York, in, uh, in D.C. Here's what, here's what you're about to get. 35 Senate Democrats introduced legislation to ban assault weapons. Uh, oh, you don't know. You know we're going to save that story. I'm going to save that story. We're going to talk about the, uh, the gun, the, with, the pa- with the gun control legislation being passed on background checks and wait periods. This is what we're getting. Uh, the, now, the, the new background check allows for 10 days for, I think they call it the Charleston Rule, um, Right now, if you go to get a background check on a firearm, uh, the feds have three business days. Right. Three business days to figure out if they're going to tell you yes or no. 
Okay. Now, if they tell you no, there has to be, you have to have meet one of the disqualification, you know, you have to be a convicted felon, you have to be, uh, you know, a do- domestic violence abuser, uh, you know, um, uh, have been previously committed for a me- mental episodes uh, and still, n- you know, not deemed in a mentally inc- insufficient by the court, that kind of thing. Uh, you have to meet one of those things to, to be denied. Um, what happens a lot is you'll get somebody with a DUI from 1982, back before the courthouse had a computer. Right. And you did your, you paid your $50 fine back then and you did 10 hours of community service and uh, then you, the case was dropped. Well, that was never put on the original paperwork. It just says charged with DUI, 1982. There's no disposition there. So what the state will, what the feds will say is, well, we need more time to look into that. You know, we, we, that's why they were given three days to determine, okay, did this guy's 1982 misdemeanor traffic offense turn into a felony? Can it turn into a felony? Uh, yeah, you violate your probation say on, uh, on, on a hundred times. Like, you, know, you, 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 you know, and then it could technically turn into a felony. Yeah. It's very rare, but you know, it's let's say you violated your probation like five times, and it's felony violation of probation. And that it differs by state, so it can. You know, you could abscond from justice and be a, uh, you know, a, uh, now you're a fleeing felon because you you failed to, you know, there's a warrant for you. It's just, it can, but it's really, really weird for that to happen. Well. So the feds were given three days to pick up the phone and go, hey, uh, Escambia County Sheriff's Office, go down to your old files and tell me what happened to John Smith. Right. Um, And they would say uh, that was was dismissed because he did pretrial intervention. Okay, good to go. Well, this now, they want 10 days. They want 10 days to make that happen. 99% of all background checks come back uh, instantaneously. Um, The only way they don't is if you're on a state system. Some states have a... uh, a state background check where they do it instead of the feds and it's people doing it rather than computers. So it takes them a while, right. especially during COVID. It's taken a little while longer, but it's only taken like 20 minutes. You know, it's like a busy day at the gun show. They get overloaded. So now that they have uh, that three days, evidently that's not enough time because what happens at the end of that three days, if the feds don't say no, you give them the gun. You, you as the, the FFL have the option to give them the gun, which I did. Yeah. I did, listen, this guy's standing in front of me. He's got a concealed weapons permit in his hand. Um, <laughs> That's what I love. You, you know, <laughs> he's already passed the background check with one department of the government, but not with the other. So, yeah, I, that was, you know, Earl and I standard for, he's got a concealed background. You know, give it to him. And that was it. But now the feds want 10 days. And by the way, it's cool because the feds call you after that comes back denied. And it's very, very rare you see that come back and they say, listen, uh, you gave it to him, a conditional. We want you to go get it back. Uh, no. Yeah, not my job. Your job. Your job. So they want 10 days. And guess what's going to happen? This is what's going to happen. Everything is going to turn into 10 days. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to have a delayed response because guess who controls the agency now that does the background checks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the second one, you've heard Earl and I uh, uh, hammer you over and over about universal background checks. Earl, what's a universal background check? It's good on Saturn. Good right? on Saturn. Good on Saturn. So when I get to Saturn, I can trans, I can transfer my, uh, transform my Gator 5,000 to you in case you need to take out uh, the, the, the Martians on Saturn. I guess they'd be Saturnians what, on Saturn. What, what about the P-38 space modulator? That's right, the P-38 space modulator. Yep. Um, what is, uh, folks, what does universal background checks mean? It means um, 
you want to sell a firearm to your best friend that lives next door and you've known him for 20 years, you grew up together, you went to high school together, uh, or your cousin, um, uh, and you want to sell him a firearm, you can't, you've got to go to the gun store. You've got to take that gun, give it to the gun store, they put it on the books, then they send it back on the, off the books to him. What this is, is another step towards registration. It's taking uh, books, or guns that are not currently tracked, and tracking them. That, that's what I had a hard time cutting you off. Uh, Sorry, was, no. I was, you? I was going to say, uh, this, this simply put, you know, Mike rambles on for 45 seconds. I can cut it down to five. Uh, universal background check is a precursor to gun registration. That's it. It takes everything that's not brand new and on the books and puts it back on the books. Yep. Because guess what? When you sell a gun from person to person, it's a used gun. And... Well, we can go on forever. But, hey, listen, uh, next segment we should have, as long as everything works out well, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategy. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke, <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, and there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from... We got time! ...to finally nice. quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You... ...org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for... Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. 
So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. How's everybody doing? Everybody doing all right? Doing well. Doing all right? You have a good break, girl? Oh, yeah. Everything all right? Well, let's, uh, let's jump in with our next guest, because I like to give him as much time as we can, because uh, it's always incredibly valuable information for people listening, people that are serious about, the, about the firearms rights, about self-defense, about uh, being a citizen defender. So let's bring in uh, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. Good to be here, guys. Thank you so much for having me back on. Uh, how are things going for you, Todd? How's things? Uh, how's things been this week? First, you know, listen, we're we are down in the southeast. We we need to know what the weather is up there. I know it's gorgeous. It's like sixty degrees here today. I don't even know what's going on, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting back outside. That is for sure. It is unusually warm here, and I'll take it. I'll enjoy every moment of it. Good fortunes uh, shine upon you, sir. 60 degrees is the best kind. 60 to 70, could live there my whole life. Oh, yeah. I could live there my whole life. That'd be great. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, love it. So, so how, how are things going with you, Todd? Um, um, you know, we, I know you've always got something uh, great to go over us with, and, 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 and I hate to even interfere with it. I just want to just, you know, what, what, what do you got for us, sir? Lay it on us. Let, let, us, let us be part of the, uh, the uh, learning of the knowledge. I thought it was, I don't know why, I just feel compelled right now that to cover the topic of citizen intervention into active shooter and mass casualty events. Something is, is just telling me that it would be a good idea for us to have a little bit of an introductory conversation on that topic. Almost like it's almost time for one to happen again because of the legislation that's hitting right now, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but the timing always sure does seem to work out right before legislation, doesn't it? Yeah, that was why I, you know, that was why I felt compelled to bring up this topic, right, you know, right now. You're reading my, are you sure this isn't a, a psychic show, Michael? Because I'm pretty sure that you're reading my mind right now. You, you, you've, you've, you've reached Mrs. Cleo's uh, psychic hotline. I say he's, he's not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm taking out stock and Reynolds rep. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, though, it's um, obviously it's a pretty heavy topic, right? Yep. yep. Um, I really, really, we, at IDS, at, at my school, Integrative Defense Strategies, we take this very, very seriously. and We do entire three, four-day boot camps on this topic where we not only educate but also train citizen defenders on, um, you know, uh, train and measured responses to these different types of tragedies. So I just thought that I really, really hope that we have the time to get through all of my talking points today, but I want everybody to know that there's a lot, a lot more, and I'm just going to be barely, not even really scratching the surface, just sort of, you know, just kind of feeling the cold air above the tip of the iceberg on what we're about to talk about. But um, 
The first thing I thought it would be good for us to touch on is from the FBI. The FBI puts out a report every year called Active Shooter Incidents in the United States. Now, the report that I'm going to be citing is from 2018. Uh, last year was pretty busy, so I've had a chance to look at the 2019 report. Yet in 2020, it was too soon for them to, to compile the report, but I still think that the message uh, will speak to the, the present time. So um, let's take a look at this. Um, in 2018, there were 27 active shooter incidents in the, in the United States where 85 people were killed. Now, I want the public to know that 85 people is an unusually high number. The average prior to that was only 28. Right. And now, even though the, that number was unusually high, it's still a very small number of people in the big picture. And I'm not here to say that every death and every incident that happens is a tragedy. Please make no mistake, I've dedicated my life to this, so I don't want you to think I'm taking this lightly, but to put it in perspective, in the United States every year there are 3,600 3, people who die from choking on their food. Right, right. And I don't hear about any, reg, uh, about any legislation on ham sandwiches or spoons. Small bites, small you bites. You know what I'm saying? So it has to be proportionate, right? So of those 27 incidents, there were five out of 27 where private citizens confronted the shooter. So that's almost one in five. In one incident, the private citizen wrestled the gun away from the shooter. So that's just another example for why I'm, I feel very strongly about everyone having hands-free skills and having the skills to understand how, how to you know, redirect a muzzle and take a, take a weapon away from somebody just all by itself. So who knows how many lives that one incident saved. In another incident, citizens confronted the shooter, um, allowing others to free the scene. So they distracted and confronted the shooter so everyone else could get away. There was another case where a teacher wrestled the shooter to the ground until law enforcement could arrive on, and secure the scene. That, so that's an important thing for people to remember. When it comes to private citizens, these incidents and these violent crimes are happening to us. We are on the front lines, right? Oftentimes what happens when law enforcement arrives on the scene the, the overwhelming majority of the time, they're there to secure the scene and to write up the reports and do the investigation. Right, right. right. There just isn't going to be time for, for them to intervene in most cases. In another incident, two armed citizens exchanged gunfire with the shooter. And in another case, two private citizens retrieved their guns from their vehicles, then shot and killed the active shooter. In another case, a private citizen armed with a gun confronted the shooter but no gun was, there was no gunfire exchange, and then eventually the shooter was apprehended. Okay, so the final quote from this FBI report is, says this as follows. In past years, citizens were faced with split-second life-and-death decisions. In 2018, citizens risked their lives to safely and successfully end the shooting in five of 27 active shooter incidents. They saved many lives. Given this reality, it is vital that citizens be afforded training so that they understand the risks they face and the options they have available when active shooter incidents are unfolding, unquote. That comes directly from the FBI themselves. They fully recognize the fact that prepared and trained and armed citizenry saves lives and 
ultimately deters violent crime and mitigates violent crime. Yeah, exactly right. Now, let's. I, I do want to point out, and, and I hope I'm not stepping on where you're going with that, that one case of that where the individual went to the vehicle to get the firearm and then came back. We're not making that the recommended method of how to carry your firearm. No, no, absolutely not. And, and I'm sure that they were, they, you know, well, I was a psychotherapist for many years, and there were lots of cases where I really, you know, dealt with people. I, I really helped people deal with trauma. And time and time and time again, during our therapy sessions, they would look me dead in the face and say, I will never be without a firearm ever again. Uh, all I could think about during that critical incident was I wished that I had a firearm and I wished that I was trained to use it. It happened over and over and over again. And it was one of my big motives right. for getting into, you know, the new full-time line of work that I'm in now. Right. Yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's the, it's the, uh, the if only, right? If, if only, if only, you know, and, and you have to be in a professional, uh, you know, assuage their guilt you know, and, and, and help them down from that. I mean, that's not an easy job. I, I think uh, what you do now, getting beat up on the mat, is probably easier than what you had to deal with before. Most definitely. Most definitely. On the emotional side of things, for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. The mental, emotional side of things, for sure. Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about was what we call at IDS response priorities. Um, the, first, the first response priority is if we're in a situation like that, Bear with me here. There's things we're going to talk about. These aren't the these aren't the exclusive options. The first options I'm going to be talking about are you know uh, making the assumption that we we're going to engage the threat. We want to locate where the shooter is first. And we, and we, talk, we, we got about a, we got about them. a minute, we, we got about a minute left in this segment. So I'm going to let you wrap it up based on that, and then you've got all next segment as well. So go ahead and give it to us. Give us got the it, first and about it. what you got for minutes cool. worth, and we'll go from there. Got it. So the first step is we want to locate where the shooter is. The second step is we want to isolate them. We want to isolate them in a, spe- in a specific area so that they can't roam freely and move freely to do as much damage as they want to. Then the next step after that is to engage and stop the threat as quickly as possible. We'll get into more of that later. And then we want to treat and evacuate the injured as, as quickly as possible. So those are our top four response priorities. And I can pick up the rest when we get back from the break. Yeah, you know, first, uh, before we go to the break, tell everybody how do they, how they find you and, 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 and uh, look up what you're doing. Yeah, please check us out on social media. Please check out our YouTube channel, Integrative Defense Strategies on YouTube and Integrative Defense Strategies on Facebook. That's probably the best way to, to see what we do and to be able to, you know, um, check out all the educational and training material that we, that we produce. Folks, you heard it right there. Check it out. Uh, until next break, we'll be right back. Hold on. This is uh, Arms Room Radio coming to you from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back with more from Mr. Todd Fossey. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios. It's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the MagSwag Studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, hey, before we went to break, and if you were listening last segment, you better have been listening last segment. Otherwise, you know what? We, you and me, we got problems. We got issues. And look at Earl's hitting his fist into his palm right now. He's he's uh, he's got he's got bigger issues with you. So uh, let's uh, let's bring him back on the line. We have uh, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. Todd, welcome back. Uh, thanks thanks for having me back. Hey, uh, let's let um, listen. Uh, it's about about nine minutes left, and uh, I probably should be giving you close to an hour's worth of time. So shut but, up, uh, Mike. But I got nine minutes, and uh, listen, you just you, you hook on, brother. Go on. Let, let let's get this out there. Appreciate it. Yeah, so let's keep talking about this active shooter stuff. You know, we were talking about last time, before we went to the break, about response priorities, right, for those who feel compelled to engage the active shooter, right, to engage the threat. We want to locate them. We want to isolate where they're at. We want to engage and stop them. Then we want to treat and evacuate the injured as quickly as possible. Right. You know, one of the things that I get asked a lot or that sort of comes up a lot is like, well, what if I'm just not that person? What if I'm not the what if I'm in a place and I'm just don't have it in me I, or that day, or maybe I just don't. I'm just not that kind of person that will, you know, will defend or fight back. I want to let everyone know that in those situations, we like to teach people that everyone has a job. Maybe yeah. it's some another job. Maybe you're going to direct traffic. Yeah. Right. Maybe you're on the phone with 911. Right, and you're collecting useful information to relay to the police. Maybe you're performing a medical task or you're comforting or entertaining children or maybe you're on overwatch for more potential attackers, right? Right. Um, if you don't know what to do, figure something out. We, everyone's looking for work all the time. Just because you aren't the person to fight back doesn't mean that you don't have a job, okay? Right. The next piece that I want to bring up is make sure that 
if you if you are the kind of person who feels uh, compelled to engage the threat, that you understand the legalities are for wherever wherever you're at at the time, understanding the the legalities governing the use of force for whatever jurisdiction you're at at the time. Um, that's going to be very very important. We obviously don't have time to go into all that today, but people right. can do their own due diligence there. Do the it, next folks. piece is I'd like to just point point this out um, when instructors tell students not to fight back. When inst- I hear a lot of instructors talk about this. They'll say, well, the best thing for you to do, if it doesn't direct, if the, if the contact is indirect, the best thing for you to do is just evacuate the premises, and that's, you know, that's going to be the smartest decision for you. And I would say it's not the instructor's job to impose their morality and values onto you or to anybody else. Avoiding the fight might be the, de- the best decision in some cases for some people, but not in all cases for all people. Either way, we're not going to shame a person for engaging the threat, and we're not going to shame them for not engaging the threat. It's a personal decision as long as the students or whoever it is that's hearing that message understand what the risks are. It's not the instructor's job to impose their values onto you or to anybody else. Okay, so that's your personal decision. Very true. The The next step is what we call detect, deter, depart, and to defend, right? So we want to be proactive about being situationally aware about detecting uh, potential threats. We call them pre-incident indicators, understanding what those pre-incident indicators are. And we want to access control. We want to own and control the space that we're in. Right? And as I mentioned, we want to continuously be aware of suspicious activity and then report it to the authorities as, me- as immediately as possible. If we can detect and deter these events before they take place, then that is that is a huge win. But if we do have to have to defend, we want to make sure that we're defending with a rapid response. There's one of my one of my favorite dudes out there on this topic. His name is Ron Borsch. He's a former special operations operator, and he teaches SWAT teams and special forces units around the world. He has something he calls the stopwatch shooting metric, where the metric is it's just a simple mathematical equation where he takes the number of target attempts divided by the number of minutes that the shooting took place. So, for example, in Columbine in 1999, right. there were um, 13 deaths, 21 wounded in 16 minutes, so 2.1 casualties per minute. Uh, Virginia Tech shooting, there were 7.9 casualties per minute. That's huge. Yeah. Aurora, Colorado, 8.9 casualties per minute. Do the math. Every single second counts, Okay. The statistical analysis recommends aggressive action. The tactical imperative is to respond and engage the shooter without delay. Hesitation, slow and deliberate movements, in most cases, fails to answer the rapid dynamics of the active shooter events and fails to grasp, really, the nature of the threat that's involved. So for for regular private civilians... When, this, when the necessity or obligation calls, really the tactical mandate is to attack the attacker. A strategy that has proved successful really across a wide range of different active shooter incidents where really the victims and the casualties are added up every single second. Uh, Ron Borsch, again, same person. Uh, here's a quote from him. Uh, People need to understand the importance of tactical principles that apply to these calls, 
such as speed, the element of surprise, and violence of action. They need to learn how to close in and finish the fight with aggression, having and keeping the momentum of the battle on their side. The idea, this is the core principle, the idea is to keep the adversary off balance by forcing them to always react to your actions. Now, something I want to say about holding position, because we don't want this, we don't like to give absolute answers to contextually dependent questions here. Holding position, while we were just talking about while a rapid counterattack may be the ideal option, holding a position of cover may be the only option depending on what the circumstances are. So it's important to understand that the unintentional, however, that the unintentional consequences of holding a position um, from cover may may lose you may lose sight of the offender right right allowing them to gain the momentum of the battle and and shoot and kill or injure more innocent people so the whole idea is we want to we want a rapid trained response yeah let me let me just for a moment todd uh, and, and it's it's principles uh, you know well familiar with and, and familiar with borscht but we've evidently gone to the same schools because it's um Speed of maneuver, violence of action. You know, you close with and destroy the enemy by uh, fire and maneuver. You know, it's 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 movement to contact. You, you cannot wait. Uh, you listen. Uh, you know, can we set and wait? There's a time for ambush, but when the, when the shooting's begun, it's not the time for ambush. It's close with and destroy the enemy by fire and maneuver. And that's something every soldier will quote for you, every infantry soldier at least anyway, will be able to quote for you. We close with and destroy the enemy by fire and maneuver. Um, we go to him. And that's what we've seen in the changes in law enforcement over the years. Uh, and I know that we're, we're talking citizen defenders, but at least in law enforcement, I'll give you the 15-second breakdown on it, folks, is that... Uh, Columbine. The the lesson then was uh, surround and wait for wait for SWAT to make entry. After Columbine, it was it was okay. Two of us are going to go in and make contact with the bad guy and stop the shooting. Well, that didn't work. So then it became the singular person, the singular officer, the singular deputy, the, the marshal, the warden, whoever it is, is going to go in and make contact to close with and make contact with the enemy. Whoever and destroy gets there by, first. Get whoever, the, whoever gets, gets there, there first. first. Now, um, and I'll give you this. Um, we saw at Parkland, you had a deputy down there who didn't do that. Well, you know what? I'm going to stand on his side because for 25 years of his career, 23 of it, he was taught to wait outside for somebody else. So, you know, maybe he had a last second of uh, he didn't he didn't know. But, but Todd, back, back, back over to you because you got about a minute to, to wrap it up. Well, you know, the, remember what I said, though, earlier that, you know, these, we, we're there. We're yeah. already there. We are there. We, there isn't. There really isn't time for this happening to us. There really isn't time for law enforcement to arrive. So that's yeah. the first thing that I want to. You know, the data around the more. You know, the more that people are are responsibly armed, the lower the violent crime rate is. Period. Okay. The next thing I would really want to say before we wrap it up is, I want people to understand that just because a person has a firearm and they're using it in an active shooter situation doesn't mean they have absolute power. Right. So all the, those they're still incredibly vulnerable for all kinds of reasons. Okay, um, but really the only dangerous portion is from their muzzle forward. Everything yeah. else is free game, and they they still have neurological uh, responses. They still have different different psychological responses where they're locked onto threats as well. So you can even if you're not armed, even, and, and in some cases that may be the only option. Even if you are armed, is to go to an unarmed response. Right. So we don't want to make the assumption that also that the firearm is the answer to all of these questions and all these problems. They're, they're not. 
We need to have an integrated, holistic approach toward responding to these unthinkable incidents. There you go. That's it, folks. Uh, Mr. Todd Fossey, Integrative Defense Strategies. Check him out. Uh, check him out there. Check him out YouTube. Check him out Facebook. Check him out on his uh, website. Until next week, folks, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Until next week. Oh, did I say next week? My bad, folks. Next <laughs> hour. Next hour. Back. Next hour. Stick around. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's almost done. I got about 10 seconds. I know, right? Right, premium listeners? Remember in six minutes we used to go and watch some football for an hour and just have a good time, but now the six-minute break is like... 30 seconds long. It's his time. Room <laughs> Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Uh, if, if, you're, if you joined us after listening to the first hour, um, I appreciate you coming back, because evidently, I said, see you next week at the end of the first hour, and um, uh, hopefully you're here with us. Hopefully we didn't lose you. Hopefully you're st- you've, you've still come back after, uh, uh, what's, what's the phrase? Mike screwed the pooch. Uh, that's it. So... Yeah, sadly, I'm used to that. <laughs> uh, so welcome back uh, to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do the program by myself. Got about an hour left. Uh, my compadre here in the studio with me on my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Uh, don't give me too many accolades. I didn't have anything better else to do this afternoon. Hey, he was free. <laughs> he was free. Uh, you know, it is cool. And uh, 
uh, um, Earl and I uh, this afternoon or this evening later on, um, we're going to be able to go have uh, dinner with Kevin, with attorney Kevin Maxwell, who would normally be with us. He's the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. So, folks, here's the promise. Here's the promise I make to you. Uh, his business day will be over. We'll be having dinner with him. I will try and bring out the recorder and get him to say hello and uh, wish you well. And uh, we'll put it on next week's program for you. Maybe we'll make a commercial out of it. It'll be the Kevin Unicorn sighting. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He is still alive. He is, he's out there. He's out Because there. there's people out there that think you and I have Kevin in our freezer. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. Well, it's not the freezer that I, you know, eat out of. It's the other freezer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the other one. That's the. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's. It's not in my house. Uh, uh, anybody that's listening, and uh, with law enforcement, it's not in my house. Go, go, write the warrant for somewhere else. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's at Kevin's house. Actually, it's uh, yeah. It's there. Yeah, go to his house. Go to his house. Oh uh, boy, 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 boy. Uh, let's see. Let's take a look here. Did you, did you notice? Did you see? I know this is not quite. Second Amendment, but it's. Uh, I think maybe sometimes we have to talk about tyranny as well. Yeah, under the new under the new government comes into play. Yeah, um, and 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 I saw some tyranny actually in the state of Florida this week, and you know I'm always hesitant to talk about state of Florida stories because I'm you know did our friends in uh, Washington State hear about this? Did our friends in uh, Texas or New York hear about this? Our friends in Cambodia did they hear about this? <laughs> you know, probably not. So um, I'm pretty sure I think this was a national news story. Um, the tyranny that happened this week at Bike Week in Daytona Beach, Florida, when the naked cowboy got arrested. Yep, I heard about that. This this is just <laughs> listen. Um, if you don't know the naked cowboy, he, he was arrested for what aggressive solic- solicitation, aggressive solicitation, oh, okay. or something like that. Yeah, panhandling. I panhandling, thought I thought I, I heard like aggressive panhandling. Okay, which is is it not a law by the way? <laughs> it's just. It's it's like uh, when when uh, when the major and I talk about mopery, which is a crime, but then we talk about aggravated mopery. There's no aggravated mopery. It's just mopery. You know, it's just you know we're making up categories of crimes here. You know, it's just uh, well, it's what you can articulate. Exactly right. There you go. Hey, you've been around this quite a while, there, haven't you? you go. I've been paying attention. There you go. You should read Earl's end of week reports at the uh, at the trucking company. You know. That's it. They all gather around by the campfire and read his stuff now, you know, because yeah, he yeah, articulates I'm, it well. I'm 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 a I'm a a, a hearty practitioner <laughs> of it's better to remain silent and be thought a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. Oh boy, yeah, there's some people we know that don't just, pay attention yeah. to the fat old guy quiet in the corner. <laughs> the uh, uh, the the naked cowboy, um, and if uh, depending on your age, um, how long's Letter- how long's Letterman been off the air? Letterman's been off the air. 10 years, 15 years, maybe? Uh, well, I honestly don't know because I wasn't an active follower. I, I was, I, you know, when, when Dave had his show, he was apolitical. Now that he's off the show, he's, he's into politics and you see all his little specials with politics. But I liked, because he was kind of like a Carson thing and he followed the Carson model where they, there was no politics involved in their program. Right. Um, now Dave is clearly, uh, you know, a, a, a liberal and anti-Trump and all that nonsense. But, um, but, uh, Dave used to have the naked cowboy on all the time because, the, you know, listen, uh, the, uh, at Rockefeller uh, Center there where uh, the, the studios were, you could go outside and right down the street, uh, not too far down the street in Times Square, the naked cowboy would hang out and he'd bring him in and they'd do skits and stuff like that. So it's the first time I ever saw naked cowboy. And he's not naked, folks. It's like a... He's wearing tidy whities Yeah, it's like a beefcake guy in whitey tighties uh, wearing, uh, wearing a cowboy hat playing a guitar. 
and, know, uh, and boots and boots and boots yeah so it's uh uh well he he, he travels around and listen his uh that's his shtick you know that's his deal uh anytime there's a major event you know he he'll he may show up and uh any anytime there's a major event and a party let's yeah. say that you know it's not like not like he's going to show up to the democratic national convention you know he's going to show up to spring break uh and uh and things like that um and uh, you know a, a major uh he's gonna show up for the saint patrick's day parade things you know along those lines so he's there and he's playing his guitar and there's this uh female officer over in uh daytona beach florida and uh, she's uh she's watching the naked cowboy i'm not saying why she's watching the naked Cowboy. I'm just saying she is watching the naked cowboy she's and, a woman he's a guy and um uh she she says uh, don't you know don't do that here or something like that and he's like he's 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 been through this before the guy's been in the business like twenty years he's like okay am I am I am I blocking traffic um, am I in a school zone uh, you know he's, he's got this little checklist going through his head and, he, and the guy's just standing there in a closed off area playing his guitar singing cowboy songs now he's probably paid by the owner of the establishment a decent amount of money to go outside. And attract people to come inside and spend money in their establishment. That's how he does. It's it's the way any celebrity appearance or gig works. He's outside playing, and some woman comes up and sticks like a dollar in his guitar. Well, this this officer from Daytona Beach, and it's all on video. You can take a look at this. She jumps him. Oh, solicitation and panhandling is illegal in Daytona Beach, Florida, and they jump all over him. And and he and he he says what? And he steps back. And then she says, well, that's, viol- that's uh, resisting with violence. Or sorry, without violence. He was resisting without violence because he, sh- he stepped back away from her. Well, I, this is just, this is crap. This is tyranny. Every time we've seen it, I remember the case of uh, um, uh, uh, Smith, and C- Smith versus Cox in Florida, which was um, a, a cop that had no idea what concealed carry was. There was an inadvertent exposure and he pulled his gun on a truck driver and said, I'm going to shoot you in the back because I saw your gun. The guy, the guy had no clue what the law was and deserved everything he had coming for him, discipline from his agency and any civil lawsuit that came his way. Um, the, uh, this is what this officer's done. She's, she's, because she was offended by something in front of her, she decided to make the law adapt to what he did. The case has already been dismissed. It's already yeah. you know, listen. It, it did not meet the standard. Did not meet the statute. It, it's done. It, it 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 is you giving me money when I did not solicit it from you. Yeah, it's is, not. Is that panhandling? It's not. It's absolutely that, not. That sounds it's like here. Not. I want to make a donation yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she made it. She 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 made the facts agree with uh, what uh, what happened in order to uh, uh, you know make an arrest. All right. Listen. Uh, we'll be back next segment. Uh, until then, please exercise. Uh, I'm just kidding. We're coming to you live from the <laughs> magtrack.com studios. See you after the break. Gotcha. He's trying to get out early today. <laughs> the Caltech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak uh, Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak yeah. Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of Back military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special. Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. 30 seconds. We have the right to read what others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights. Not, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation here, today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Hey, if, uh, if you guys have had the opportunity... Uh, the new armsroomradio.com website is up. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a uh, listen. Right now, it looks it looks uh, similar to the old one. Um, but if you go on there and it's you, exactly uh, the same, but different. <laughs> if you go on there and take a look, now all of the our shows are there. You, you, you don't you don't have to go. Uh, you know, before they were they were not they were not updating. It wasn't listing properly. Now the most recent shows are there. 
Yes, I get it. Where I'm a little bit behind posting. I'm, I'm posting all of the Slacker. shows. But well, the, the way that was supposed to work when the new website came up was um, well, what have happened to, was. to, to integrate and uh, and uh, assimilate and uh, and uh, habituate and uh, and and titillate you into getting you to watch the shows and listen to the shows. Well, that's 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 all there now. So what you're going to see is uh, once every day. That way, you don't have three months worth of them pop up. Once every day, a new show is going to pop up. So every day, right about midnight, a new show is going to pop up from the past. So um, Mike's hanging out in the Bourbon Bourbon uh, location, Bravo, uh, in the evening, huh? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right, Earl and I are sitting here coming to you high, high atop the, uh, the, 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 the I Heart Media Studios right now. <laughs> no idea what he's talking about. Um, so so once a, once a day, you'll see them pop up, and, and you've all been paying great attention, and there's been great uh, listenership, so thanks for hanging in there. And... Um, uh, they they are all right there. But now, when you go to our, our web page, scroll down on the first page, it's all right there. Um, the 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 section coming soon that we're currently building is the is the is the merch the merch, the merch. You know, we got stickers, t-shirts, patches, and stuff like that. Uh, and it's been sitting in a box for uh, you it's, know in a months you know, since last year when we got locked down because of COVID. Yeah. Um, there's there so that'll all be back up on there. And listen, folks, it's. We don't make any money on that. <laughs> that's that's just so you can get some free stuff. In fact, if you find us and come up to us and ask for a T-shirt or a sticker, we're just giving it to you. You know these the, the stuff that we're putting on there in the website. It, it's going to cover you know shipping cost. It's just you know we these are these are stuff that the, from the sponsors that the sponsors want you to have. So we're gonna we're gonna get it to you. Um, so th- so that's there. Uh, a couple more changes coming to it, um, but uh, for now you don't have to go to. Let me see if I remember them all. iTunes, SoundCloud. Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, you can just go straight to our website, click on the la- the latest one, and you can listen to the the latest program. So we're we're, we're getting close. Two weeks, we'll be all caught up. Uh, let's see here. Oh, 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 I know what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about uh, um, Her Royal Highness Diane Feinstein. She uh, she's the Queen Democrat in the in the in the country right now. She's still and, in uh, office. Y- uh. You know what? I, it's not that she's still in office; it's that her aides are still in office, and they prop her up and give her the old Muppet treatment and make her uh, make her speak for them. Yeah, did, uh, didn't she, didn't she have a Chinese spy working for her oh for like twenty years? Oh my god, it's just yeah. But you know what? That's not a big deal because no, because yeah. Trump tweeted Trump's a Trump's a racist. Yeah, you missed exactly. Trump's a racist, Earl. He's a freaking racist, um, and he called a country an asshole. Uh-huh. You know. Um, Listen, I've been, I've been, I've been there. I've been to Haiti. You, you know what Haiti, you know what Haiti is? Uh, it's an asshole. It's an asshole. That's <laughs> what it is. Does it have the opportunity? Uh, does it have the chance if they get their act together uh, and kick out the corrupt government uh, to become uh, a, a jewel of the Caribbean once again? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right now, mm, it's an asshole. It's an asshole. Uh, let's see here. We have uh, 35 Senate Democrats introduce an AR-50 gun ban. Site. Domestic terrorism. Remember, just remember, three months ago, uh, the dom- the domestic terrorist organizations were uh, Antifa um, and um, and 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 was was BLM on the list? I think BLM was on the list. Uh, they're they're on my list. Okay, so. um, it's switched now because yeah. the parties have switched. Uh-huh. Uh, now it's uh, Oath Keepers. Yeah. Oath Keepers are now domestic terrorists. By the yeah. way, extreme right wing domestic terrorists. You know the oath. And the oath is uh, promise to uphold the uh, the Constitution uh, and the orders of those appointed over me. That's that's the oath keepers. You know that you know that promise to do good, 
truth, justice, and the American way. But that's all of a sudden. Well, that's the Superman oath, I think. Uh, Captain but, America. Captain America. There we go. Um, the uh, now, now it's the opposite. Thirty-five Senate Democrats introduced legislation to ban assault weapons. Do you know what an assault weapon is, folks? I know Earl knows what an assault weapon is. Uh, it's what the military has. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's one true assault weapon, and it's uh, actually the... Uh, Sturmgewehr. Exactly right, which in German means assault weapon. Yes. Um, an assault weapon could be, if you went on, based on what that German was, that German Sturmgewehr is, it's a military-issued, uh, 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 select-fire-capable uh, firearm. What's select-fire mean? I can go single or, or, or multi. Sem- semi-auto or yeah. full-auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it... It's a specimen of mechanical oh, engineering. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <gasps> absolutely. That's cool. Uh, assault weapons, according to the Senate Democrats, include the AR-15 style yeah. semi-automatic uh-huh. rifle. Style. Uh-huh. So they're not assault weapons, but they include the style of semi-automatic yeah. rifles. So the full-auto rifles that they want to get rid of, the assault weapons, include the popular style semi-auto weapons. Well, they look like them, Earl. Yeah. yeah. They look like them. And in that case, I think here's the new standard we should do for Democrats. Listen, I know that guy may not have committed the crime, but he looks like the guy yeah. that committed the crime. Well, well, I'm not saying you're a crappy politician, <laughs> but you do sit in the similar office, yeah. so you, yeah, you, you look like a crappy politician. Yeah, you look like, yeah, exactly right. I, I love the memes of where they, they post of, you know, got to get rid of the ARs, and it shows a, a decent... Decked out, you know, right. collapsible stock and Picatinny rail. And, right. I mean, quite honestly, I, 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 I might or might not have one or two or more like that in my safe. But then right. they, your safe you know, that was on the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. sunk. Yeah, right. Uh, that uh, they say we don't need this. You know, guns like this one are okay. You know, and it shows a wooden stock yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. It's an M1 or it's it's a grand, <laughs> you know yeah. the the rifle that you know you that could one you know, World War II. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say yeah. yeah, you could you could conceivably say it it has more bodies on it than yep. any platform. It won World War II and uh, and, and got us to the stalemate in Korea. Is exactly, yeah. exactly what happened. You're right. That rifle right there has more bodies on it uh, than Hitler himself does. You know, it's 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 it's, it's amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, lead sponsor uh, Diane Feinstein. Enlisted a majority of Democrat colleagues to co-sponsor the assault weapon ban of 2021. Now, here's what I love. The out-and-out blatant lie that is told uh, when they stand up with this. To be clear, this bill saves lives. Did you, did you not just hear Mr. Todd Fossey on here quoting the statistics from the FBI? Uh-huh. Um, well, it's the same case for uh, the original assault weapons ban from 94 to 2004. After 10 years of study... In 2014, 2015, it was the the study was released, and it said uh, no difference, no difference in crime, no difference in homicide, no difference in murder. You know why? Because people don't use rifles to go out and commit murders, and they don't use rifles to come out and commit a, a, a mass weapon uh, violations. Okay, it doesn't happen. All right, more ham sandwiches kill people than firearms do, or Fords, <laughs> yeah, exactly, or Chevys, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, Dodges, yeah. Yeah, and Dodge, plus, Dodges will leave you on the side of the road. Not only kill you, but leave you on the side of the road. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the Dodge people fuming right now. Lord, God, my God, Mike, I was with you until you threw my Dodge under the bus. Don't worry. Your Dodge was going to throw itself under the bus. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, to be clear, uh, this bill saves lives. According to Diane Feinstein, uh, 
A gun massacres declined by 37% during the, the assault weapons ban. That would be what's known as a freaking lie. Yeah. <laughs> An absolute lie. Just go to the FBI crime statistics. You can look it up for yourself. She says, after the ban expire, the number of massacres rose by, according to Diane Feinstein, 183%. You want to know how much they rose by? By zero, because they actually continued to go down. As all violent crime has continued to go down since about, mm, you know, 2000, 2005. Yeah, I wonder where she gets her information. Could she, could they, you know, she, uh, she's got a chicken and a dartboard, uh, yeah. and, and they're playing checkers together, uh, and, and that's, that's where she gets her information. So um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So, so it, sound, it sounds, like we're, sounds like we're going to break. I think we're going to it break. It sounds that way. sounds like we're going to break. I don't know. My, my, my clock's a little different, but I guess we'll go to break. Uh, <laughs> you're, uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back after the break. Ain't going to twist my arm. I need a refill. 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection. Tell you that timing's right. Frisbees and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are two... It's, uh... I overshot it by... Days, USO. A couple seconds. I think we're supposed to go at 29.18. That's my fault. Okay. More. Selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the... Did it a minute early. American people. Yeah, I was looking at my people clock, and I'm like, all right, he's, he's, he's in the studio. I'm going to go with him. But we'll be good. We'll be good. But as you're saying it, I'm like, oh, they're just, you know, jesting. Yeah? And I realized, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Hello. <laughs> Comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire. You're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. Trump has 80% there was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes, and it got both of my legs. I don't even think it's going to be four years before he's I had surgery after surgery, and I was on a lot of pain medicine. I think he's going to find What's a going to happen next, and how long am I going to be here? And why is this guy Cuomo still in the fucking white The Wounded Warrior Project the, dropped off a backpack for me, and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed well, at that time. Peer visitors, too. people who have yeah, been like, where I had been yeah. before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. Election fraud. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go minute gov or any post office to register. I heard that. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio. That's what we're but we got Major Bill. Studios. Got it. Ready to go. To the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant First Class Day Han Park died March 12, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Park 36 of Watertown, Connecticut, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 1st Special Forces Group, Joint Base Lewis-McChord, Washington. He was killed in action in Wardak Province, Afghanistan, of injuries sustained when enemy forces attacked his unit with an improvised explosive device. Sergeant Park was a veteran Special Forces soldier, having previously served in Iraq, Bangladesh, and Cambodia. Park graduated from Watertown High School in Watertown, Connecticut, and joined the Army in 1998 as an infantryman. He joined the Elite Army Rangers in 2000 and volunteered for Special Forces training in 2005. He was on his first rotation to Afghanistan when he was killed. He is survived by his wife and two daughters who lived in Washington State. Army Sergeant First Class Day Han Park, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Kevin has, uh, has sponsored the Fallen Hero segment of the program since day one, so that's a, it's almost... Coming, seven years coming up soon, Earl. Seven. Gee, what? We got about a month to go, and we hit seven year mark here. Seven. Ye- we'll be entering our seventh year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Seems like just yesterday it was uh, uh, six years and eleven and a half months. Yeah. It was. It was <laughs> um. Uh, hey, listen. Uh, um, uh, you know, you get, go ahead. Get, get a hold of Kevin. You need anything legal? It just, just, just reach out to him. Just get a hold of him. Uh, you got his number there. Go to go to maxlaworlando.com. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of the program. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, not too shabby, sir. How about you? How are things in the world of law enforcement? Uh, well, you know, we're, we're uh, a little sad uh, Today in the world of law enforcement this week, we lost a uh, uh, Tampa police officer uh, in the line of duty. Um, they uh, received a call of a uh, wrong-way driver, uh, and uh, the, the officer responded to the area, uh, saw the vehicle as it was approaching at a high speed on, on the highway, and uh, deliberately put himself uh, and his vehicle into that vehicle's path Uh Stopping it, uh, tragically, both the the driver of the wrong way vehicle and the officer uh, did not survive. I, I saw uh, that. These are I, the I, things I, that I, I did that, see that. Yeah, yeah. These are the things that our officers, deputies, troopers, agents, 
uh, do on a daily basis and go out there and do the things that, that others either are not capable or not willing to do. And sometimes you're called upon uh, to, to make that decision knowing that, you know, there's a good possibility I'm not going to walk away from this, and, and he did it anyway. Um, yeah, so, folks. I, I, before you know, Major before the Major gets into his thing, I want to I want to I want to I want to point out to you. I read this story. I saw this story. Uh, I didn't know this was where the Major was going. This is a um, a Marine combat veteran and an Army combat veteran, um, a cop for for just about twenty years. I think it was fifteen over in uh, uh, um, Tampa. I, it was a couple of years up at Shaker Heights and up in, up in Ohio, and and he's got a wife and kids at home, and he sees. A drunk driver that's about to take other innocent lives that are just going about their business all day long, and 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 he decides I'm I'm going to I'm going to try and stop him risking my life. the 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 risk was ultimate. It ended up taking his life. Don't know the number of lives this guy saved the other day uh, in, in Afghanistan, uh, in, in in the military, uh, in Tampa. Um, this guy is 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 the epitome of of a hero that sacrificed his life for others. Yes, and he he was recognized by Tampa PD over his career with seven life saving awards. So, if that wow. just tells you the caliber of people that we have out there behind the badge, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what what does. Yeah, but you know what, Bill? We should take away qualified immunity because it's uh, gives the cops the right to do anything they want. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, like crashing, uh, yeah, it, since it was intentional, you know, and he lived, they could have charged him with a crime. Exactly right. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'm sorry, but all of those that are in favor of qualified immunity uh, is, is the same as saying defund the police. Uh, I'm, and listen, I'm sorry to get you off track. you got, uh, you got about four minutes left. I'll let you get to it. <laughs> Shut well, up, sorry, Mike. So I got a, I got a, a, a quick, yeah, I got a quick story, uh, that, that we can put in there that I, got off track last week i wanted to talk about but i'll go ahead and talk about it this week and of course it's florida man <laughs> uh, can't, can't go wrong with a florida man story and guys this is right in your backyard right up there in orlando uh, the orange county sheriff's office was uh, called to one of your local wendy rest uh, wendy's restaurants up there oh, in reference to a bomb threat well, you know, I mean, really, who's going to call on a bomb threat to Wendy's? I mean, they got but, the smoothie. You know, I mean, how can you do uh, that to them? They got the smoothie. Yeah, well, yeah. Listen, they got a lot of they got a lot of the good things there too. But you know, they called in a, this guy called in a bomb threat. Uh, used a lot of racial and derogatory uh, remarks towards the the uh, the uh, crew there, and finally said that uh, you know he's he planted a bomb and he's going to blow up the restaurant. Uh, so the, the employee hung up and the guy kept calling back and calling back and calling back. And, you know, this is 2021 and we have caller ID. So, uh, <laughs> but no, he didn't block his number. So they got his phone number. Orange County Sheriff's Office responded out there. You know, they evacuated, you know, per protocol, checked everything out. Everything was good. Uh, so then we do this little thing that we call, uh, an investigation. <laughs> um, and so... One of the things that the, the guy said that made it stand out is, um, I don't expletive eat expletive bacon. <laughs> okay. So, well, you know, all the orders, all the orders are tracked. So they start going back through it, 
And then they realized, well, the same phone number uh, that this person called from also called in an Uber Eats delivery. Uh, so then we have this other thing called a subpoena. Uh, and and we, we subpoenaed the records and got the information for Yasir Baruti, 33 years old. Um, now, I'm not making any assumptions or judgments, um, but, you know, the, the fact that he doesn't eat bacon mm. um, and it was a bomb threat. Um, you know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, we all know that it's a platypus. Yeah, so, exactly right. Yep, um, yep. They were able to get all his information. Uh, Orange County Sheriff's Office did their investigation. They they got a warrant for him, and, and they went over there and picked him up. And uh, surprisingly, he didn't want to say anything to the deputies in reference to this case. So we'll see how it goes when it when it goes to trial. Well, sure, they're standing in front of him. You don't want to talk to him then, you know. I want to talk to him from behind the keyboard. Right, right. So, or, you know, in his case the phone. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, oh, you got you know, a keyboard on the phone. phone right. another. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess. But I don't think they do inside the Orange County uh, jail. They just <laughs> calling a bomb threat from there. No, that would be something. So, that would be something. Well, no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah I, you know, other, Mike, you've had the opportunity to be an investigator. I, I've had it where you get the, 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 the recordings from the, the jail when you're investigating oh, yeah. uh, somebody who's an inmate. Yep. Uh, and you just hear some of the, the weirdest, wackiest stuff. And, and, you know, and, and there's a big sign that says your phone call is monitored and recorded. Yeah. And they still say the dumbest things. But this is Florida. So it doesn't really, why does it surprise me after 30 plus years of, of experience in law enforcement here? I don't know. Listen, you didn't get into the jail because your IQ was setting records. I mean, not on the top end anyway. You know, it's just just the way it works. So. <laughs> uh, uh, Major, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, sir. And uh, and please stay safe in this, uh, this, this underappreciated, under attack occupation of yours. Uh, thank you so much. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, hold your head high. Remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, watch your six. You'll listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. Not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance... It was the boy, the boy locked up on me. The audio didn't play, but <laughs> there's t- we're in commercials now. Got it. Innovation. So do we have to make up that? an extra minute in the last Kelton. segment, or what, what do we got Kelton. left? Kelton. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so instead of 10 and Everyone, a half, instead of 11 minutes, there's a 12-minute segment. SIRT laser training pistol. Say it again. So instead of laser 11 minutes, I'll have to make up 12 training. minutes. You're wrong and probably... Right. Okay. Got it. Take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer. Bonus time, Radio. baby. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT Laser Training Pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com, or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training you know SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? You know of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Check, check. Can you hear me? You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Uh, thanks, to, thanks to Major Bill. You know, that was, uh, mm-hmm. listen, you know, there's always insightful stuff, and uh, anytime Florida man's involved, you, you, you know, you never know what you're going to get. I think we had another Florida man story. I think it's uh, it's going to wait till next week. Uh, was uh, involved some guns and some pitchforks. I think if I recall the story. <laughs> so you listen right away. It's, it's, you, you get guns and pitchforks. Oh, that's got to be out of Florida. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because yeah, what what's the saying? You don't mess with Texas, <laughs> but you don't have with Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I saw a couple of stories this week because I guess um, I don't know why it took till you know mid March for all the the 2020 best Florida man stories to start making it around. I think you would see that like the <laughs> last week. It's COVID. Yeah, yeah true. COVID. Um, what, uh, what I did see was um, other states now, when they make an arrest, if it's from Florida, if the person's from Florida or they have a Florida driver's license, it's, it's like uh, Austin News Daily. Florida man arrested in Austin for... Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they're grabbing onto it. They're, they're grabbing. It's like it's like now Florida. Remember, everybody came to Florida uh, to 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 bring the crazy down here. Exactly. Oh, That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm I'm having fun with the you know don't f with Florida, but I still contend vast majority of all the the people the the subjects of this conversation are weren't born and raised here. No, no, listen. I absolutely agree with you. Um, uh, when you see these Florida man stories, willing to bet that 80, 90 percent of them. It might be somebody currently living in Florida, somebody with a Florida driver's license, uh, but they did not start here in Florida. And you get most of these stories in the summer because that's when the guy from Minnesota, no offense against anybody we know from Minnesota, they come down here and go, well, it's, it's, it's Florida. How hard could it be? And then they hit that heat and they hit that humidity <laughs> and the brain juices fry up and they start acting crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. And they go outside and they throw an alligator through the drive through window at Wendy's. <laughs> Because they ran out of fries. Because they ran out of fries. Yeah, that's that's what you get. That's what you. That's where the Florida man comes from. Yeah. And in the winter, you see a lot of Florida man stories uh, elsewhere in the country because Florida man goes on a roundabout. He's like, well, it's sixty, seventy down here. That's kind of cold. Let me wander. You know. (laughs) 
and they end up in Texas. It's, it's getting doing too something crowded crazy. down here. Yep, they do something crazy, and then you end up with the the Austin Daily News about Florida man doing something stupid. So, uh, I think that's the, uh, I think that's what you get to, if for Florida man. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Earl. Uh, most of the Florida men, uh, Florida man story, or Florida woman, the Florida woman stories. I will just say this: I will not make any assumptions about Florida women whatsoever, as I do with most women, <laughs> because I'm going to be wrong. It's just you know, wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. you could be looking at the wall and be like, two plus two is four. Florida woman's involved. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. You for, you forgot to take into account the uh, manatee migration. Uh, well, I did. So I guess I'm wrong. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, uh, oh, hey, listen. Uh, next weekend is the uh, the fourth annual guest speaker event uh, that Florida Carry is hosting. This is up in Summerfield, Florida. Okay. Which is is in the o- Ocala Ocala area. Okay. Ocala area. North Central Florida. North Central Florida. Yeah. If you if you know where the if you listen if you're from around the country and uh, you're like Ocala, what's that mean to me? Uh, think I want you to think. Uh, uh, Go Gators, yeah. Go Gators, Gators. No, Gators. that's Gainesville. Yeah, but the, but but from there you go thirty yeah, minutes okay, south. Yeah, go thirty minutes south. south. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So thirty minutes south from there, um, and then um, uh, uh, or if you're in, or if you're standing in Mickey Mouse, you go about an hour and a half north. So that's why I figured Gators would be a good reference. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, reference point right, for him. Right. Um, um, so it's uh, 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 um, it, it's coming up. It's it's in it's the Friday night. Um, uh, a Saturday night uh, a camping event uh, in uh, in Summerfield, Florida. The speaking event. Now, if you recall, the uh, the, the the speaking portion is um, a Second Amendment rally, Florida carry hosted, but it's people from all around the country um, that uh, that that talk about Second Amendment rights and issues. Um, you and I were there last year. Uh, yes. Kevin Kevin was with us. Um, there's going to be um, many. Uh, I'm trying to remember the. Let me see if I can pull up the list of guest speakers. I mean, um, do, do, go ahead. Go I say while, while you're picking up the, uh, pulling up the list of guest speakers. Uh, this this is a camping event. Yes. You you are not required to camp to attend the event. You can uh, attend the speaking portion of the event uh, solely if you want to. The the reason the technicalities. This is a camping event. Is Florida, unfortunately, is one of those weird states that does not allow open carry generally unless you are camping or on your way to and from hunting or fishing. Yeah, hunting, fishing, camping, and I think target shooting is what what the law says. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. 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 So that's where we tied in to, well... It's been tied into that uh, a, a vast majority of the speakers and the and the people involved in the actual production of this event are camping, and you know that that way they can they can uh, fully enjoy their right to open carry. Yeah, yeah. This was the uh, let's see the last really public Second Amendment event, well, definitely in Florida, um, but. Um, uh, kind of a, a, around the, around the nation. Um, now we did get to go to uh, see Mr. Rick Ector in, um, in in Detroit back in August, but that was a training event where we taught uh, firearms. We by uh, by meaning of you, uh, we 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 the, the, those of us in the Second Amendment community. Right, right, right. Uh, many many people in, in Earl and I's shoes that are that are uh, uh, um, 
uh, educators and, and 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 talk show hosts and uh, and and were also instructors. Uh, got to go to see Mr. Rick Hector and teach just about two thousand women uh, about firearms in, in in Detroit. Now, the uh, this is the first like a Second Amendment rally event, and the last one we did was this time last year uh, because then COVID shut everybody down and everybody freaked out. And uh, not Florida, Florida, Florida. In about two three months, said, uh, "Okay, we're done. We're done." Yeah, I, um, I I like this aspect. You know, last year of you know a Northern Detroit boy. You know, he's he's a uh, Used to cold weather and everything. He comes down to Florida to go camping. He froze his butt off. Froze his butt off. Froze his butt off. <laughs> He'd been cold, but he never, never been outdoors cold like that before. I ain't never been in the woods cold. <laughs> I've been downtown cold, but I ain't never been down in the woods cold. So that's, that's crazy. It gets, it gets you know, a good 10, 15 degrees colder out in the woods. Uh, oh, oh, boy. Yeah, and it's uh, you got that humidity cold uh-huh. in Florida. Yeah, yeah, that, that bite-to-the-bone kind of cold in Florida. Uh, let's see. Uh, the guest speakers are going to include, uh, let's see, Eric Pratt is the uh, Eric's the gun, uh, GOA Gun Owners of America president. Craig Deleuze is going to be there. You know Craig. Nice, you guys know Craig nice. Rather well. Uh, let's see Amanda Suffolk, host of uh, I Aren't Target. Uh, Dan Wass. Uh, you, you probably read his book. It's author Good Gun Bad Guy. Uh, let's see David Katz and uh, uh, James Phillips from the firearm firm. These are these are two people. The next two people are, are incredible people. Uh, I've met them a couple of years back, or you met them. Uh, um, Amy Dillon and Shaky Dave. Amy Dillon is a uh, uh, retired U.S. Marine drill instructor. Now, Amy's like um, uh, 5'3". Okay? And, uh, and, if I, and if I'm right, I apologize if I'm wrong. Um, she's of Filipino ancestry, and I've been there. Okay. Um, and 5'3". And she's a former Marine Corps drill instructor. And at 5'3", she scares five foot and three worth of crap out of me every time I see her. <laughs> Easily, easily. Smoke your ass in oh, a buddy. heartbeat. Yeah, she come over to you and you're just like, ah, don't kill me. And all I can remember when I see her is, remember, she can kill you, but she can't eat you because that would be wrong. Because <laughs> well, she's one of the Marine Corps drill instructors. It may, may so. not be wrong, but it's against regs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's a firearms trainer and, and she's a writer. Uh, and her fiance now. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like. Good for good for Dave. I mean, the brave one. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, Dave Smith. He's a, a you know him as Shaky Dave. He's the Parkinson shooter. Okay. Um, it's amazing Dave's story, and he's going to be there also. You get to meet him. Uh, Dave is a uh, um, he suffers from Parkinson's, and, and he's uh, Dave's in his forties, I believe. Okay. And um, um, but when Dave puts a gun in his hands, his hands don't shake, and he wow. can shoot. Because it's something about the concentration level and the dopamine. I have no idea what it is. Wow. But, but the other thing that, that happens to him with, when he's making coffee. Hmm. It's weird. When he touches the coffee pot, the hands don't shake. When he touches the gun, the hands don't shake. So part of his therapy, and his, 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 his physicians are all on board with it, is go shooting. If it doesn't happen when you shoot, yeah, go, go shooting. The, go to the range. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. So it's, 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 a gr- it's, a, it's a great story. The, the bad part of the story is that that Parkinson's is not getting better, will not get better, because there is no cure for Parkinson's as we right. know it. Um, uh, well, I was see. I was thinking he was working on his timing, you know, just kind of <laughs> back you know, and forth, you know, shoot, you know, time it. You He's know, great bo- with the wheel. Bo- bottom of the U, bottom of the U, <laughs> bottom, bottom of the U. U. Uh, let's see, Patrick Collins will be there. You got you know, Patty's a, a fellow instructor. Um, uh, Doctor John Adine is going to be there. Ah, uh, Doctor G- John. Uh, Gina Roberts is going to be there. She's one of the uh, uh, champion of the LGBT rights for uh, for firearms. Uh, it's it's going to be a great event. Uh, look, go to go to the Florida Carry. I think it's probably best to go to their uh, their their. Facebook site, right? Uh, it's uh, uh, Florida, Florida Carry. Just look at Florida Carry, and you'll find it. And it's their fourth annual guest speaker event. Uh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to go up to camp 
uh, right up until the part where it's, <laughs> right up until the part where it's time to go to sleep, then I'm going to the hotel. <laughs> I've told you many times, folks, the army ruined camping for me. Yeah, all right? yeah, so, yeah. so I will camp right up until it's time to go to the hotel. And uh, I figured out what I'm going to open carry while I'm up there. Oh yeah, Servo Super Shorty. No. Nice. Servo Super nice. Shorty. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, folks, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. Until we see you then, if you're not ready, stay ready. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you, if you are, ready, are ready, stay, stay ready. ready. Ah, screw them. Ah, remember, keep your head on a swivel. AOW, yeah. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. All right, great stuff as usual, gentlemen. You guys be safe out there, okay?